Hi, you're listening to the podcast of Victory Santa Rosa. We pray that this message encourages you on your journey of faith in Jesus. Back to our walk the talk. We'd like to invite everyone to stand as we read from the Word of God. Today is our sixth week and we will conclude our walk the talk. Specifically, we'll be reading from Psalm 119 in verse 163. Allow me to read and then we'll pray. Psalm 119 verse 169. Let my cry come before you, O Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. Let my plea come before you. Deliver me according to your word. My lips will pour forth praise. For you teach me your statutes. My tongue will sing of your word. For all your commandments are right. Let your hand be ready to help me. For I have chosen your precepts. I long for your salvation, O Lord. And your law is my delight. Let my soul live and praise you. And let your rules help me. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I do not forget your commandments. Lord, as we um, conclude, Lord, this whole series on walking the talk, Lord, I'm praying that you would indeed deepen in us a greater love for your word. Lord, help us to be able to encounter your word in a powerful way, individually and as a family. Help us, Lord, that your word would begin to redefine our lives, the way we live our lives, the way we think, the way we speak, the way we act. Lord, help us to be able to walk the talk in Jesus' name. Amen. Go ahead and take your seats. Muli po ako po si John. I serve as one of your pastors here in Victory Santa Rosa. And we're excited to continue to grow, you know, in our services like this. Continue to reach out to the communities that are all around us. And then eventually be used of God to touch even the nations. Okay? Mga communities, campuses around the Nuvali area, then eventually even the nations. Now, I want, ito pong this whole series on Walk the Talk, I hope that somehow, siguro I'm, I'm going to mention a few things that may have been mentioned by Pastor Ian right from the beginning, at the beginning of the series. We said that this is about the Word of God. This is about us growing in our love for the Word of God. And Psalm 119 is a love song. I mean, love song. Wow. It's a love song about the Word. Ang pinaka-common po na topic or theme ng mga songs sa buong mundo, malaking-malaking percentage, is still about love. And that's about romantic love. O kaya naman yung kasawian. Okay? Yung mga kantang sawi about romantic love. So, for a psalmist to actually write a beautifully, beautifully written poem and sing about his love for the Word of God, that's a powerful thing. I realize this. I may not be encountering the Word of God the way that this guy encountered it. In fact, if I may say it, some of us experience the Word of God to a degree. Others of us, it's just lying on our desk. Okay? <laughs> and uh, it's not really get, it does not really get opened as much. Or at least the app on your Bible. If you take a look at your screen time and how much time you spend on your Bible app, what would we see? Compared with Facebook, compared with Mobile Legends, compared with IG. Diba? Pag inisip po, Lord, hiyang hiya naman kami, God. Pag tinignan namin yung amount of screen time I get to spend watching my K-dramas and actually using or opening up my version app. Now, what we'd like to do is to be able to encounter the Word because ito talaga siya. I might be missing out. 
I mean, how can this psalmist speak of the Word of God in that way? And I haven't, I have barely, I have barely scratched the surface of even knowing, you know, much less loving the Word. Now, part of why we're talking about this or we're studying the Word is because the world desperately needs us to live out the Word of God. Ang mundo po kasi, punong-punong po yan ng maraming mga human principles. Many of these principles could be wise principles, but many of them are just uh, really concocted by the human mind. The problem with, the problem with that is this. To, for me to live by human principles does not necessarily mean that my life will really transform and change. There are so many self-help books, self-help na mga books. If you'd go to National Bookstore, for example, you'd be able to see a whole rack of self-help books that have been written. But the capacity to transform a life, not so much. Why? Because, because it is only the Bible that is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, able to cut through between soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and able to expose the thoughts and intentions of your heart. When we read the Word, the life that comes from the Word gets imparted to us, napupunta sa atin, which is why our lives transform. All of a sudden, it, it, uh, it, inf- it, it gets infused. It infuses life to us. And when we speak the Word, we talked about that a few weeks back, when we speak the Word to our situations, even the Word brings life into our difficult, uh, impossible situations. So that's the power of the Word of God that we have not yet probably encountered much. And the world is desperately, is desperate for someone to actually be able to prove and say, you know what? The Word of God is full of truth. It is truth. The Word of God is able to transform your life. The Word of God is able to restore your family. The Word of God is able to remove the the turmoil in your soul. The Word of God is able to give you finally peace, mentally and emotionally. The Word of God is able to instruct you so that you could be excellent and successful in what you do. The Word of God is able to make you steadfast despite difficult circumstances. The world desperately needs for us to be able to prove to them, to tell them that the world desperately needs for us to live out this word. Now, the past six weeks, or this is the sixth one, we've, we've interacted, we've talked about different ways to use or what do we do with the word. And we would like to be able to interact with the word of God with our whole being. With our body, we walk it out. We speak it forth. With our heart, we store it. With our will, we choose it. With our mind, we remember it. And finally, with our spirit, we pray it. So as we conclude this series, I'd like for you to take a look at those and say, Ah, okay. Body, soul, and spirit. May the Word of God permeate through my body, my soul, and my spirit. My body that I would live it out. I would speak it forth. My soul, which would be your mind your emotions, your will, that with your mind, you remember the word. With your will, you choose the word. With your heart, you store the word. And finally, with your spirit, you cry out to God with the word of God. Even with that, really? Why? As we talk about praying the word, the idea is that we would like to be able to pray the word such that we'll be praying very close to God's heart and will. When we pray the word, we pray very close to God's heart and will. And man, teka lang ha. Eh di ba when we pray, when we pray God's will, then you know that God hears what you pray for. So when I learn to pray the word, 
then that means I am praying exactly what God wants me to pray for in my situation. And therefore, therefore, there are greater chances of winning. No, just kidding, okay? There is a greater, greater accuracy in terms of what to pray for because you're praying the will of God as you pray according to the Word of God. So we go back to the passage, you know? The first thing we learn from this passage is that we pray according to the Word. In verse 169, it says, Let my cry come before you, O Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. Let my plea come before you. Deliver me according to your word. This is the desperate, plea, the desperate petition of a soul. The cry and the plea, they're pretty much the same. Both of them are supplications. That would be the technical term. Supplication means a petition. You ask someone, you supplicate, you ask for help. Pero yung cry, intention, ah! Yan, ganyan yung cry. May kasamang shrill na voice yung petition mo o kaya yung supplication mo. Nasubukan mo na ba yan? Na mag-pray kay Lord na ganyan. Yung, yung you're just out of your wits, then you're just praying, tululuha, tuluuhog, and you're just crying out to God with groans that words could not even express. Oh, if you have not yet tried that, go ahead and try it. Or maybe, uh, you wait for a desperate situation and then you can try it. Pero that's, that's, that's where, what the psalmist is, cry, is coming from. To be able to cry out to God. And the psalms are full of that. That people cry out to the Lord for help. When people are so desperate that they need to cry out to the Lord for help. Now interestingly, the psalmist cries out and pleads, uh, pleads from God specifically two things that he asks. He asks for understanding and he asks for deliverance. Those two things are two of the major things that we pray for. Think about that. So there are many times we ask God for direction. You're asking for understanding. There are many times you're just so flustered by your wife. Parang by your wife, no? Hindi pala. By your husband. Baliktad. Kami, wives namin. I mean, we have no problem with our wives. I'm completely. I mean, our wives are super, okay? The best. But you, wives, you sometimes get flustered now with your husbands. Your husbands are so... And then you cry out to God, Lord, bakit ba kasi ito, ganito? Yan. Ano ba, Lord, ang gagawin ko rito? Lord naman. And then you cry out for deliverance. No, no, no. You don't cry out for deliverance from your husband. So, <laughs> you say, Lord, deliver me from my husband. Kunin mo na siya, Lord. Kunin mo na siya. No, no. That's not what we're asking, okay? We're saying understanding. Lord, maraming mga sitwasyon. You go through situations, you need to make a decision. Or you need to understand. We pray for understanding. Now, if you notice this, when you pray for understanding, the Lord does not always answer you to your satisfaction. Did you notice that? And when you ask God, Lord, why did this happen to me? You ask that question, why? Have you asked God ever, why? Okay. Did you know that when you ask God, why? Especially when your heart is not in the right place, yung nagre-reklamo, God's simple response would be, just trust me, anak. Just trust me, child. God did not answer your question, why? He just told you, continue to put faith in Him. When we seek God for understanding, part of what He allows us to understand would be this. Anak, I am in charge of your life, so trust me. Anak, I am in charge of the world, trust me. I'm in charge of your family, trust me. Anak, I'm working out my plans for your life, trust me. So He gives you understanding that He is God and you are His son, you are His daughter, you are His daughter, and you are precious to Him. So when you receive that understanding, now you can put faith. Lord, sige God, I'll just trust you. The Lord gives you understanding. And then, eventually, He gives you deliverance. 
Finally, you know, your life turns around. Nagkaroon ka na ng trabaho. Finally, your son or your daughter comes home. Finally, nagkaintindihan na kayong mag-asawa. Finally, there's a turnaround in your business. Something, something, there's a breakthrough that happens in your life. Deliverance coming from God. So the way we pray to God, we pray according to His Word, and we pray for understanding, and we pray for deliverance, and it has to be done according to His Word. When you say according to His Word, you'll have to go to Scripture. You'll have to go to Scripture. Oh, ito, a, 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 simple, uh, a simple quiz. Okay lang ba? Konting participation mula sa atin. How many of you, if, if for example, you're praying to God for provision, provision, Lord, I need provision, could you shout out a portion of Scripture that you could pray for such that you could pray for provision according to the Word? You could give me a verse or just the words in the verse. My God shall supply all my needs according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Thank you. Ayos, that's an example. All right. So you're facing a situation. You need healing in your home. What word? How do we pray according to the word? Give me a verse. For by His stripes we have been healed. Ayos. So you, you get that and then now you can... Speak into your situation with confidence. Lord, I'm praying according to your word. Lord, by your stripes, we have been healed. Lord, I don't understand why my family has to go through this. But Lord, in this moment, we ask you that you would step into our situation, intervene, heal my mom. By your stripes, she has been healed. In Jesus' name, you pray according to the word. Does that make sense? Pwede. Tapos simple pa yung mga binanggit natin. Provision and then healing. That's awesome. Thank you so much. So, you get the idea. We pray according to the word. At ito yung matindi. 1 John chapter 5 gives us this assurance. And this is the confidence that we have toward Him. That if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. I mean, whoa! Lord, thank you! Now, siyempre, aayusin din natin. Sometimes we use the word of God and it's in a, how do you call that, manipulative way. So we say, Lord, di ba Lord sabi mo? Di ba Lord sabi mo ganito, ganyan? Bakit hindi pa nangyayari, Lord? Ayan, you're also praying naman according to His Word. And you even quoted Scripture. But your heart is not in the right place. So that might need to change also. Such that when you cry out to God, when you give God your plea, it's coming from a place of submission, coming from a place of humility. In a short while, we'll see this, coming from a posture of dependence and not pride. Because you know, in that situation, God remains to be God and you are simply His creation. Know your place. Submit to the Almighty. But come to Him in faith. So Lord, then I know if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Verse, 18, verse 15. And if we know that He hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked of Him. Come on! That should strengthen your faith to be able to approach God, Lord. Whoa! So I'm going to pray according to your will now, Lord, because I know that when I pray according to your will, then you hear me, and when I know that you hear me, then I have received. That's the kind of faith that God wants you to approach, uh, that God wants you to approach prayer. In fact, that's how Jesus said it Himself. If you would come and pray, then pray in faith. Know that you have already received what you have asked for. Now, there are two ways by which we pray according to God's will. The first one is through the Word. Now, even that, may common sense din yan nakasama. 
Halimbawa, nakasulat sa Bible, Judas hanged himself. Hindi may papag-pray yun. Pero that's according to the Word. No, get the principle. Get the principle, get the heart of God in the Word, and then that's what you pray for. You know that the Lord takes care of you. He'll protect your family. That He has a great plan for your life. That His peace is made available for you. So you pray according to those. You take the spirit of what the Word of God, or what God is saying in the Word, and that's what you pray for. There's another way to pray the will of God. Ito, uh, some of you, have you encountered praying in tongues? Alright, can I see some nods? Yung iba hindi pa. Okay, ayos. We believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We believe in the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. In fact, that's part of what we do in Victory Weekend. We receive an infilling of the Holy Spirit so that we can begin to exercise spiritual gifts in our lives. Did you know that one of those spiritual gifts is praying in tongues? Now, some of you might get weirded out by that, but that's in Scripture. So we don't pick and choose. So that's in Scripture and we've experienced it too. You know, you hear people pray like that. And when they pray that, this is, what, this is what Paul says. When you pray in the Spirit, the Spirit prays the will of God through you. And in Jude, uh, he would say, pray in the Spirit and build up your faith in the process. So we pray in tongues. I, I get to do that maybe five, ten minutes each day. Just pray in tongues in the morning. Lord, I'm praying the will of God for my family. I'm praying the will of God for the church. I'm praying the will of God in my life. So I'm praying according to the Word, and I'm praying by the Spirit. In both cases, you're praying the will of God. And if you're praying the will of God, He hears you, and you know you've received what, he ha- what you have asked of Him. Now, side note ulit dito ng konti. This is a bit tricky because people would come back and say, but God still did not answer my prayer. My specific prayer. Now, ito siya. The Lord knows what's best for you. Sometimes you ask Him for something very specific. And sometimes He does not answer that specific. He does not answer you in the way you asked Him. But God got the spirit behind your prayer. You're asking for help. For example, you're praying for healing in your family. Yes. Lord, may diabetes po ako. Lord, gusto ko na pong gumaling sa diabetes ko. Yes. Ayos. So, you begin to pray and you know it's God's will to heal you. I mean, of course, it's in the Word. And then you're praying, God, Lord, would you, would you heal me? And then you still don't get healed. At the end of the year, with your annual physical and medical examination, your blood sugar is still high. What's happening there? What is God, where is God in that? I mean, why did God not answer my prayer? Oh, ito. The Lord is probably doing a hundred things in your life. All at the same time. He's working on your family. He's providing for you on the side. He's working on your children. He's orchestrating things to happen for your future. He's preparing all of that. And this is the one thing that He did not do because, because it can be offset by the rest of the things that He is doing. What do I mean by that? Oh. God is also molding your character. Why? God is molding your self-control to be able to veer away from the sweets. But you're still not responding. It's still not happening. Thus, you have st- thus you, your blood sugar is still high and God is still molding your character. That's God's work too. And God is answering your prayer as you ask, Lord, deliver me from diabetes. What He's asking is, what He's doing is that He's actually doing what's best for you and teaching you to learn self-control. And in the process, it might even be that as you go through that, you're full of faith and then you've encouraged other people who are also going through their own season of sickness and you're even speaking faith to them too. God's also doing that work in you and through you. The point is, the point is, in terms of the specific answers to prayer, bigay mo na yan ki Lord. 
Let God be God in those moments. Continue to trust Him. Continue to pray specifically, but be mindful of everything else that God is doing in your life, even if it's not the specific thing that you're saying you should receive. Does that make sense? Okay. Ang dulo pa rin po ng lahat ng yan is trusting the Lord when it comes to approaching Him in prayer. Let God be God in your life and in your situation. All right. Pray according to the Word. The second thing you get from the passage is that you sing of the Word. Pagkakataon mo na to. Nakumanta. Okay. Pwede, well, this is worship. This is using what the Word of God says and being able to sing about that to Him. It's worshiping Him in song. And song, ibang song. Ang song, para siyang, ito siya, di ba? Yung, this is spoken word, this is poetry, and this is song. I mean, Whoa! Iba yun. Pag, kumaga, we talk to each other, conversation, and then poetry. Oh, sige, maglagay ka na. Conversation, prose, poetry, and then song. You put music to the, to the poem. It's a different level altogether. When you bring the Word of God, you experience the Word of God already, you speak it into your life, and then now you're able to even sing it to God in worship. Whoa! Okay, iba yan. Parang now, it's a new, whole new different experience of the Word of God. Did you know that we do that with our worship each time? We, we worship God together. Let's go back to the passage. Verse 171, My lips will pour forth praise, for you teach me your statutes. My tongue will sing of your word, for all your commandments are right. And apparently, the psalmist has a very deep experience of the word that he's able to sing about it. Yung alam yung kailangan mo mag-react, Halimbawa, may nakita ka isang bagay. Whoa! Yung mapapaganong ka talaga. Grabe! Yun. Yun yung, yun yung ibig sabihin ng sing. Yung, grabe Lord, I wanna sing of your word. Come on God, you are a Lord. You're just so awesome in my life. Yan, yan, yan. So, yun. So, medyo, ganun yung level ng experience. And could it be that the reason why you don't have much motivation for worship is because you do not have much encounter with the word. With the word. Because for the psalmist, the reason why he, he sings is because God has taught him his statutes. Because he's come to the realization that God's commandments are right. And, you know, it's, it's just building up in him na sobrang niyang kailangan sabihin na I have to sing this in, I have to sing this already. All of my praise to God for this. And have you come to that? May ganyan ka na bang level na experience mo kay Lord na Lord, grabe, in your situation, you read the word and then it jumps off from the page or from the phone, uh, from the, yeah. And then, boom! Oh Lord, grab ito, Lord. Salamat po talaga rito. Thank you for allowing me to understand. Yung palang ibig sabihin ito. Thank you for speaking to me about my situation. Then, the Lord has taught you His commandments. And you've come to understand that His statutes and commandments are right. We sing every nation music songs. You probably noticed that already. If you go to the website, everynationmusic.org, that would be our bigger family worldwide. So we're victory here in the Philippines. And there's a bigger family worldwide called Every Nation. And there's already a huge song bank. If you go to Spotify, you just search the playlist for Every Nation music, you'll be able to find it. The reason why we had to create our own music is because first, we want to be able to make sure that our songs for worship are scriptural. Because not all songs are necessarily scriptural. Some of it are just personal experience. But they worship it. To God. They sing it to God. Pero we want to go back to the idea that we sing scriptural songs. Pangalawa, we want to sing songs that lead us back to our purpose, to our mission. 
Importante din yun. Sometimes, some worship songs can just be very personal. It's just be very devotional. It's just you and God. Lord, magkasama na lang tayo forever. Let me bask in your presence forever. Not do anything else missional. No, we wanna have a balance of, Lord, I wanna gaze at your presence. And then, Lord, I wanna go out there, God, and preach your word too. Yeah, that, that, that song about, I think, the Holy Spirit, Lord, fill us up, pour us out. That's an example. Make room ba yun? Oh, yun. Lord, fill us up, pour us out. Okay, Lord, fill us up and then we, you pour us out. So you can go ahead and explore the rest of that pa. Pero that's part of our effort to be able to worship God in song. Now let me try to conclude here. Coming from a dependence, a posture of dependence. That's the rest of the passage. So we pray according to the word. We sing of the word of God or we sing according to the word. All of that coming from a posture of dependence. We see that in the rest of of the verses, let your hand be ready to help me, for I've chosen your precepts. I long for your salvation, O Lord, and your law is my delight. Let my soul live and praise you and let your rules help me. That's a posture of dependence. Now, I've read this some, some, uh, uh, earlier in my Christian walk. That when we do not pray, it's actually a sign of your independence or lack of dependence on God. When makes sense. I wake up in the morning. I don't necessarily need God. Lord, I can handle my day. I'll just go about my day. No need to read the word. No need to pray. No need to worship God. No need to, no need. Okay, my life is good. Okay. Okay. So it's actually a lack of dependence on God. E pag mong prayer at worship, all of that is rooted in your dependence on God. The psalmist is saying that. Ito, Lord, help me. Kailangan ko talaga to. Oh. Interesting, this is the last section of the whole Psalm 119. And if the psalmist, if I would end, for example, a song, I would end it on a high note. I'd end it in like saying, Lord, you are glorious and mighty and powerful. And God, there's so much deliverance and breakthrough for my life. Lord, you are doing a great work in all of the world. That's, what I, that's how I would end it. And your word is powerful. It's able to break mountains. You know, it's able to break impossibilities. That's how I would end a psalm that sings, that, that's a love song about the word of God. But the psalmist would end it in this way. It's interesting. Sige, could you, could you make pindot na lang? <laughs> Sige, sorry. Na lang, clicker. Thank you. There you go. The psalmist would end it in this way. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I do not forget your commandments. Lord, seek your servant, for I do not forget your commandments. That's how the psalmist would end it. Come to think of that, Lord. Oh man, really God? Ang prayer niya sa dulo, Lord, kailangan ko talaga kayo. Kailangan ko talaga kayo. I pray, I sing, all of that coming from a posture of dependence on God. Because I need the Lord in my life. So, we pray the word. We'll, we pray the word and you'll be praying very close to God's heart and will. One final application. This is now for the whole series. So we've, we've talked about walking, storing, speaking, remembering, choosing, and then praying. How will that now impact my life? Sabi natin, we interact with the word of God with our whole being. Allow me to introduce uh, this particular principle. Have you ever encountered this? A rule of life. This was uh, come, this came from Medjuluma na to, fourth century. Benedict of Narcia, the Benedictine 
Benedictine monks. Yan. So the Benedictine order, yan. siya yung nagsimula nun. And then he sort of gave a rule of life, rule of life yung tawag niya, by which the days of his monks, of the monks, were ordered around prayer, study, and work. Pretty simple, right? Tayo, ang daming aspects ng buhay natin. Would you be willing to also make a rule of life for yourself? It's a personal rule of life that contains spiritual, relational, and vocational rhythms needed to sustain the life of Christ we've been called to and it doesn't change much year in and year out. So, it could be, on, on my end, it's me, personal, family, and ministry. On a personal, ang rule of life ko would be DLH. Okay. Devotions ko, learning ko, I will continue to learn, read the Bible, etc. Tapos finally, health. Pagdating naman sa family ko, my personal rule of life is again, DLT. Devotions namin a family, learning namin, homeschooling, then finally, my time with them. Now, I fight for that. Pagdating naman sa ministry, it's a DLP. It's me, discipling people, leading the church, and then preaching the word. Tapos dun lang umiikot ang buhay ko. All of my rhythms work around that. Those are just nine things. Kahit wala na ako ibang magawa sa buhay, yun lang ang magawa ko sa buhay ko, okay na ako. My life is full. Now, you'll have to find and make your own. You can research this a bit if you wish, pero the idea that we'd like to be able to impart is this. Would you make the word a big part of your rule of life? Would you read it every day? Would you go on certain binges? Diba nagbibinge ka ng k-drama overnight? Would you be willing to binge on the Word a bit? Oh, ito. Pastor Rice Brooks, one of our co-founders of Every Nation who led the original outreach that brought victory to the Philippines in 1984. Because of the pandemic, sabi niya, I began to read more of the Word because of the pandemic. So I began to read the New Testament every month. I complete it every month. Every month. Read the New Testament every month. It takes me six months to eight months to be able to read the whole New Testament. He reads it in, in a month. Tapos itong nakaraan, sabi niya, as if it's not enough, now he reads it every week. He gets to complete the whole New Testament every week. Would you like to binge on the Word? Would you like to make it part of your personal assessment or your daily, sa akin, daily scripture? Or maybe monthly that you would binge on the Word and just spend time maybe on a Sabbath on your rest day, you take half a day to just read the Word and just binge on it again. Will you make the Word of God a big part of your rule of life? Make it part of your rhythm so that now we can build our lives around the Word. The way you think would be by the Word. The way you speak would be by the Word. The way you would live your life would be according to the Word. The way you'd pray and worship would be by the Word. The way you'd remember the Word in your hearts etc. The Word becomes a big part of your life and then watch out for how God will begin to transform, change your life and your family as a result of the impact of the living Word of God in your life. The more you read of the written Word, the greater you'll encounter the living Word Himself, Jesus. This has been the Victory Santa Rosa podcast. To see more church updates, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Victory Santa Rosa.